Just a smile is all it will take to get me to calm down. I can't help panicking. What if you hate me? Will I be able to live with the fact that I couldn't give you what you wanted? I know you said it would be okay, but how could it be when Miss Universe has turned her back on us? On me? And you know without her there is no truth. What do we have? I can't do this. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't. Please, don't stop. He ran behind me instead and held me in his arms. He had never held me so tightly and for the first time I felt his truth but I couldn't allow myself to listen. I couldn't allow myself to feel his pain. My decision was made and I... I just couldn't turn back now or I'd hurt him even more. So I pulled back and looked him in the eye. His eyes were shining in the light. What was I doing? It has to be the right decision. It has to be. Goodbye. Was all I could master before running away into the night. It was over just like that. It was all over. I could feel his eyes follow me as I ran, but I wasn't ready to tell him the truth, so I left him there behind me with the hope that indeed he'd be okay. This was for him, after all. But I didn't anticipate the news I got in the few months that followed. The call from his sister that sent my world into an instant halt. My world had crashed right there. He can't be gone. He can't be gone. He just, he can't be gone. He, he. It's been about a year since that day. And eight months and 16 days now after his passing and instead of feeling better or coming to terms with his death, they said it was an accident, by the way. And she didn't even want to call me. But I didn't have a choice. She didn't have a choice. She said he would have wanted me there. But she blamed me, I know. She says he was never the same after I left and he never understood because she knew I loved him. But why would I hurt him so? She's right. How could she understand? I still go back to the last time I saw him. I should have told him how much I love him. Instead, I panicked. Rambled and told him to leave me alone with no explanation, nothing but a bunch of words. I walked out on him when he needed me and he died without knowing the truth. It was because I loved him that I walked. I've never been the same since. Since, since.
He wanted so much from the world. He had dreams that made me smile. The passion, the commitment always touched me and I, I couldn't help loving him more. And everything he worked hard for was for the son a woman he loves will bring to the world. And it's all he ever talked about. So on that night when he asked me to marry him, I knew it was time. I couldn't continue being his hope. What he didn't know was that I... I can't do this. Nothing will ever be the same. He'll never forgive me. I live with my punishment for hurting him. I can't sleep. I don't eat well and I'm not happy. I think it's time now to put an end to it all. To close this chapter and maybe then his soul will rest. It has been wandering for a while, seeking peace, and for as long as I hold on to his memory, he will know my rest. It's time now. So just like I had planned when I got the news, and maybe had I not chickened out then, I would not have hurt him so. I bought the pills earlier during the day. They are the strong kind. Just one bottle and it will all be over. Then the doorbell rings and no one knows that I'm here. What do they want? Let me, let me just go quickly so I can get on with my business. A box on the doorstep. What could it be? That's all that was ringing in my head so I opened it. It was Mercy. It was the crystal we made together, or well, he made for me the week before he proposed. He had said it would be ready in time. It's beautiful. As it sparkles in the little glimmer of light in my room. How? How this... This doesn't make sense. He's gone. Dead. He's been gone for months now. As I yank at the box just to make sense of it all, a little envelope clumps to the ground. I used to meet people. I can't help but release the little chuckle tingling my throat. I loved making stationery. He believed I'd be rich one day. No, we'd be rich. With his beautiful glass sculptures and my dreamy stationery, he called it. <sighs> He'd bring back love. Make it bead again. Make everyone believe again. We believed. Or did I? I give room to the breath trapped in my throat. Does he know that I stopped? I'm being silly, of course he does. I open the envelope just to distract myself from the pain piercing at my heart. There's a note. A letter, actually. I don't know. I don't think I can do this. When I feel a wave of warmth engulf me, I steal a breath to stabilize me. Here it goes now.
my sweet munch delight, dark as night. Happy birthday. I told you I would tend your crystal until it held the shape of the burning flame in your heart. Your love that holds willfire. I wanted to give it to you when you said yes. And instead you ran, left me bewildered. It's a year now since you ran out of my life, before I could explain to you that I know. Why do you think I asked you to marry me on the day of your birth? I knew you could never bear me a child and I still love you. More than you ever knew. You should have trusted in our love. You should have trusted in my love for you. But once again, you were being selfless, sacrificing your happiness for me. Your fear clouded your judgment. Your love suffocated you. If you are reading this letter, then you still haven't realized how much I love you. I know this will be the worst year for me, but it is important for me to give you space to breathe. I will pray every day that you will come back to me. I will wait for you. I wish I could take you in my arms and tell you it will be fine. But all I can do is wait for you to believe in us again. So, on your special day, I will try once again. My beautiful, gorgeous goddess, will you open the window of your heart and receive me? Take out what remains in the envelope and seal our fate. Your moonshining mirage? No, you are not delirious. I'm right here. Moon. by the tear falling, staining the pure rich blue paper in my hand, darkening it to a blackened sky. Where's my head? I pour the contents of the envelope in my open palm. My eyes pop through the tears, stunned by the beauty that now lays in my hand. It's my ring. Then I hear our song. Could I be dreaming? I know I haven't drunk the pills yet. I'm completely sane as I slowly get up, walking to my bedroom window, and what do you know? A beautiful life-sized glass sculpture of his face with the words, Will you marry me? Glowing through the inbuilt light on his lips, he waited for me while I waited for him. And a smile escapes my lips as the beautiful glow of the night captures me. The man, Wabzud, besides the sculpture stands looking up at me with a pained smile. He planned this last year and said to make sure you get it. He had promised he would stand by you and here we are. But he's no more. We had to find you. We had to fulfill his wish for a man who will not rest. 
and chip in right there. Because this had always been his promise to me. How did I forget? How did I miss it? What did I do? And now it seems too late. Babuzeli's voice brings reality to the fore. And together with time. Until he has fulfilled his promise. Tears flow down my face like a lonely stream seeking refuge. I look up into the moon and whisper. I will marry you. Just wait for me one last time. We will meet again. I close my window and put on my ring. I can't fail him this time. For him I will live. For our love I will give. I clear my room of the gloom that once threatened my life. To make way for the image that once was imprinted in my eyes but now is an endless glow in my heart and a glass sculpture he made. Mum, for you I will live and for our love I will give.